Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, January 1st, and this is your FT News Briefing. Happy New Year. I'm Amy Keen. Today we'll be looking at the corporate year ahead. The FT's Tom Braithwaite is here to tell us what stories and companies he'll be following in 2019. I think we were going into 2018 in quite a happy mood from the corporate perspective. In the US, we just had these massive tax cuts. The markets, we can remember back then, were roaring. Corporate profits were at a record level. Uh, US banks were starting to make money for the first time really after the crisis. And the tech wave was continuing with you know, the companies racing to a trillion dollars in market capitalization, which was eventually won by Apple. And since then, it's turned down a bit in in mood and profitability and everything seems a lot more shaky going into 2019. There are three big stories that we're following. The first is Goldman. Goldman Sachs this year has really hit its most difficult period since the financial crisis. Lloyd Blankfein, after 12 years at the top, has handed over to David Solomon. But the real problem is it's got criminal investigations underway in Malaysia for its role in the 1MDB scandal. Goldman was hired to arrange a $6.5 billion bond sale for 1MDB, which is this Malaysian state investment fund. Goldman did quite well out of that deal. It made more than $600 million in fees. And a lot of the money went eventually into such things as producing the Wolf of Wall Street, slightly ironically, into various art collections. Now, Goldman's not responsible for the proceeds going astray, but it did uh, work for some characters, including Joe Lowe, who has now uh, disappeared from Malaysia and indeed disappeared from public view. And this is the playboy who really masterminded this whole scheme and who we've discovered this year met Lloyd Blankfein of Goldman on at least one occasion. So Goldman is really quite close to this scandal. The Department of Justice has charged two of its bankers so far with abetting this illegal scheme and there's the prospect that the bank itself and possibly more senior figures are going to find themselves in big trouble. Its entire business model is really under scrutiny and a review is due next year where it's going to decide if it needs to do more to restructure the bank, which really does not seem to have found its way since 2008-2009. So with Goldman, we're going to be following the denouement of this uh, 1MDB scandal. We're also going to be following the travails of its new chief executive, David Solomon, as he attempts to remake the bank and work out whether its famous bond trading division, for long the source of profits, can really make money in this new regulatory world. Uber, uh, considering an IPO was early as the first half of 2019. I think we've been waiting for a long time for some of the biggest unicorns to go public. So for the last decade, we've seen these vast private companies such as Uber, Airbnb, uh, slightly smaller ones such as Pinterest, all build up giant 
valuations in the tens of billions of dollars, all fueled by an unprecedented wave of private money. Now, we've known that these companies were likely to go public in 2019 for a long time, but what's speeding up here is the time frame looking towards the first half of next year. Now, finally, public investors are going to get a chance to get their hands on shares in these companies. We know that Uber has already filed for its IPO, and Lyft and Pinterest are among those that are expected to go next year as well. We could even see other companies such as Airbnb, perhaps Palantir, who are all on the list of the biggest unicorns. The recent market turmoil not just shaking up some of the biggest stocks, it also has shaken up the IPO market. I think they will not push the button if conditions are as volatile as they are today. But they will still look for a calmer moment next year. And then we have to see whether public investors really do have the appetite to pay what in Uber's case, for example, is a 70 billion plus valuation for a company that has never made any money. The third story we'll be watching next year is the continued exploits of SoftBank. This is the Japanese telecoms group, which managed to raise a record $100 billion fund for investing in technology. Masa Son is the head of SoftBank, and the Vision Fund is his brainchild. He is the visionary entrepreneur who sees artificial intelligence as the next frontier at which human technological advancement will progress exponentially. And he has managed to sell this vision to investors around the world, notably Saudi Arabia and other governments, as well as companies like Apple and Qualcomm, who've all put billions of dollars into his fund. Now, $45 billion of that came from Saudi Arabia, and more precisely, the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund, which is headed by Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who you may recall has been accused this year of ordering the killing of a journalist in Turkey. So there are all sorts of geopolitical problems. SoftBank is getting rocked here, now down nearly 20% this month. At least part of the pressure here, all the bad news tied to Saudi Arabia. Notwithstanding the political and the moral issues around accepting this money, there also is the question as to whether SoftBank is ever going to reap any profits on some of its bets. It's bidding up the valuation of companies like WeWork and Uber into stratospheric levels, and it really will require really healthy demand from public investors to buy these companies, take them off SoftBank's hands, and this whole $100 billion fund still has huge question marks around it. I think the mood is uncertainty going into 2019. A year ago, conditions in the economy, particularly the US economy, and indeed global markets were relatively benign. The economic conditions still look okay, but volatility is back with a vengeance. And that's going to make life difficult for all companies, not just the ones we've mentioned, to manage their debt levels and to keep investors happy in a much more volatile and difficult world. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your FT News Briefing. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest business news.
Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. From a local business a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.